Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. Today, we have an amazing guest. Uh, is Bella. I'm going to say Bella. I'm not going to say Isabella. Bella, a lot of you know her as Only JS on TikTok, or maybe you follow her on Instagram from her, you know, wealth of worthful knowledge. Some people might call it a wealth of worthless knowledge or things you didn't know, but I find it to be very interesting. Everything she talks about and says, I'm like keyed in. And, and, and in tune with what she's doing. But today, instead of just talking about TikTok, I just want to talk about life in general and how I think she is one of the coolest people that I've never met before. And today, I'm just so excited to get to know her. Somebody say again. No, no, no. What's up? It's better than Oprah. Come on, This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Bella, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm, I don't do like podcasts with other people very often, but it should be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun. So you know, I just want to get down to the get down. A lot of people know you from TikTok, but before we even get there, you know, there's something that's really amazing about you that I actually feel like I see, and I know what it is, and just your ability to be yourself to be fearless even if you are sometimes fearful you just have a way to deliver fearless messages and just you just seem so authentic and real in a world of social media where people are a lot of times hiding behind something and you are not hiding behind any anything where did that come from you know from your childhood like because so many of my listeners you know or a lot of people out there they just have a hard time being themselves because of Mm -hmm. being afraid of being judged so where does that that ability of being fearless come from i think a big part of it like i don't think i've ever asked this question before but i think a big part of it is the fact that i am gay and i grew up being like scrutinized for it so that just Mm. built a ton of confidence growing up in high school getting made fun of for it and i decided one day or maybe over like some time that i was just going to be as much as i can be me as i possibly can i don't know if there's a better way to phrase that but i just try to be me all the time i'm not going to live my life um, how anybody else wants me to live it. I'm just going to try and be as much as I can be me. Yeah, I love that. And I've I've actually kind of talked about that before, but even people, when they hear people do it or they hear people say it, 
they don't actually understand the tools to actually get there. Mm -hmm. So what kind of went through your head? I mean, I can share. I want to actually share with you my kind of story after you go. But what went? What was that moment where you were like, nah, fuck this. Like, I am in no way, shape or form going to live like anyone else wants me to live. Because I think we all have a breaking point when it comes to that. Mm hmm. Um. I was at, I was in foster care in high school a little bit just because my parents didn't fully accept me for being gay and I don't know it was sometime in between being put in foster care and starting to go to college where I just decided that I need to be me I was tired of dressing the way I didn't want to dress talking how I didn't want to talk just acting a certain way that didn't really feel like me I don't know when the actual like switch happened but. It's kind of like a fake it till you make it thing. I, w I didn't just become confident. I faked being confident until people were like, oh, she's confident. And <laughs> now I'm confident. Yeah. Right. I know it, does, it definitely is not like a switch you can turn on or off and it happens overnight. I know my husband specifically had a really hard time growing up, coming like being gay. I mean, he was a professional athlete, a professional model, really hid who he was. And even when we got married and he was, or when we met and he was 38, and he was still, he always tells people, you know, I really didn't come out until I met Sean because I'm very similar to you. There are a lot of people out there who are, you know, gay and in a closet or, you know, they really kind of struggle with the transition of just being themselves. And I'm very much like you. I'm like, I don't know where it came from, but I'm like, fuck what you heard. Like, mm -hmm. I can't, it just didn't feel, it's like putting on a, a pair of pants that's, it's like me putting on my two-year-old's pants. I'm like, it just doesn't fit mm -hmm. to try and be somebody else. And as a breaking point, and similar to you, I actually, I wasn't in foster care, but I actually moved out of my house when I was 14 years old because of suffering from sexual abuse and, you know, just different things like that. So mm -hmm. it's, it's also not nice to hear, but it's also a, another point of for people out there who may feel like they're alone in that journey to say, oh, well, someone who is successful at what they do they went through that too and there is a way mm -hmm. to kind of break through there was a there was something else that i think you shared once um where you had you worked at blockbuster or something best before buy. and then you I worked best, at best buy. buy okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it was a b yeah a bb a bb um so tell me just like about that story, because I think that a lot of people, especially amid the pandemic, mm -hmm. have gotten fired or had to change jobs. I, I started working at Best Buy after I moved out, went to college. I needed a way to pay rent and I like computers. I was going to school for computer science and I was like, all right, I'll just work at Best Buy. It seems like the right fit, I guess. <laughs> um, I worked there for almost two years. It was like maybe a year and eight months and... I was making TikToks just after after work, after school, in my uniform, not really, like... Like, it was TikTok back then. People made fun of you for having TikTok. You had to hide it on your phone, because people were like, what are you on that app for? Like, exactly. type of thing. And I started getting a little bit of a following. Like, I was bragging. I think I had, like, 40,000 followers, and I'm telling my coworkers I'm famous. They're like, yeah, Bella, you're famous, totally. And I made a video kind of exposing some of the shady stuff that my managers were doing. And it blew up way more than I thought it was going to. <laughs> and it got to corporate. Corporate said, delete the videos and we won't fire you. So I deleted the videos and then they fired me. <laughs> mm. And so I re-uploaded the videos and I was like in a point where I had about a month's worth of savings where I could just kind of figure out what I wanted to do. And I decided to do TikTok, just see if I could make it. And in two weeks, I hit a million followers. 
so it worked out in my favor. <laughs> That's so crazy. Before we get into, because I'm sure a lot of people talk to you about TikTok, but before we kind of get to that, it's like, and these might be like tougher questions than just the normal questions, but what were some of the things that you did when you woke up every day? You're like, I got fired from my job. I do have a goal of what it is that I want to achieve and try to make it on this platform. But what were like three things you did every single day to really try to achieve that particular goal? Three things. Like one, obviously, like I made a video at least once a day. That's like point case. I try to get myself into the mentality that if I work hard, I'm going to make it. And if I like wholeheartedly believed in that, I knew it was going to end up happening. So making videos, getting into the right mindset. I was trying to manifest it. That's what a lot, that's what people say nowadays, like manifesting it. I manifested me being TikTok famous. Like that's what I did. That's so cool. I think the fact that you actually manifested it kind of goes hand in hand with the fact that you were like going to do it. But you talk about mindset and a lot of people have a hard time getting into the mindset when they want to succeed at something because the goal, while it is a manifestation, they just don't believe mm-hmm. that they can do it. What was the thing where you, I mean, to be able to, to, to get on camera, to say the things that you needed to say, what, like, what makes you believe that not only what you're saying, but that people are going to connect to you and that you can make it happen each and every day. I think I've just wanted, I wanted it for so long. Like before I did TikTok videos in college, I had a, I had a YouTube channel that I did every day in high school that went absolutely nowhere, but I still like wholeheartedly believed in it. Um, I don't even know, like me being, I'm the oldest sibling. I feel like I have a lot of power over my siblings. They listen to what I say. Maybe that has something to play into it. Like I just think people listen to me when I talk. I don't know. I, I, I genuinely think I just got lucky with a lot of the stuff that happened. Well, I think that, well, you know, people say luck is opportunity meeting, meeting pe- preparation. And I think that, you know, being an older, older sibling and <laughs> being able to boss people around is good. But I also believe something you said is very true. I don't know if you really believe it, but it's amazing to listen to you talk. It is amazing. Like your presence is it's more than just the sliding in and in and out of the mirror and the camera and the zooming in. No, that makes the video. That's the whole thing. If I didn't have that, wouldn't be where I, I don't am. know. I have as a as a person who is, I've heard a lot of people speak before. I have to. That makes it great. That makes really good. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It just makes really good content. It mm-hmm. ups the quality. But you do have a way of speaking that. Like, you kind of demand presence, and you probably don't even do it on purpose. I actually feel like one day, I'm putting this this manifestation out there for you. I feel like one day, I'm going to hear you on a TED Talk. Like, I just, I feel it because... That'd be amazing. I don't know what it'd be for, but that'd be cool. <laughs> well, I'm saying, well, let's, let's, let's put it in the, in the universe right mm-hmm. now, and then, when, and then when you go, you call me because I want to be in the audience. Gotcha. But... <laughs> but Anyway, just so when you start to talk, and I, again, these questions are probably way different than the questions you mm-hmm. had before, but a lot of people are afraid to express themselves. A lot of people are afraid to speak. A lot of people think that if I say something, you know, people aren't going to listen or I don't really matter. I mean, there's a lot of people struggling with mental health and they're really quiet and they're afraid to express themselves. You know, how do you, what is like your process of going about really speaking and, and being very deliberate in what you say and having that powerful moment every time you get in front of the camera? I think I 
it, it, it the way that I talked in the camera has adapted since I started. Like uh, with with all the views and the followers and people like commenting and actually listening, I've gained more confidence. Like even a couple days ago, I went and looked back at like my super old videos, and like I didn't even smile in the camera. Like I didn't have any emotion. I just it was just me in the mirror, like baby koala bears eat their mother's shit, and that's it. That's the video. That was all it was. So. I don't know. I think the more people watch, the more confidence I gained. And I don't know how that really helps people who don't have an audience. But I think it worked for me, if that makes sense. I think that a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people, not just in TikTok or even social media, but just or TikTok or social media where they are the presence mm-hmm. or they are the, the, the hook, if you will, even brands. I think at the end of the day, You know, one of the things I say is consistency over time equals results. Mm -hmm. And just like you talked about when you were in high school, you're like, I did it in high school and it wasn't successful, but I kept doing it. At some point, and I think this is where I'm going with this, is we are all so unique that it just takes a little bit of time for us to reach people who, you know, vibe with us. Mm Because while you have, you know, millions of followers on a social media platform, there's also millions of people that don't vibe with you. You mm-hmm. know, it's like I've I've made I've changed millions of people's lives with my workout DVDs and workouts, but there's still people out there that don't like me simply because I'm gay. Or I, I can't I can't even tell you when I when I came out. Even though I've been out since I was like I don't know how old. Mm-hmm. The world when you announce that you're you know in a relationship, they say it coming out. But every time I would post a photo of me and my husband, it would be like I would lose followers. And I used to, like, really harp on that. I used to be like, I can't believe they're just, like, you know, mm-hmm. not wanting to be, follow me, quotes, because I'm gay. But then I realized that my uniqueness wasn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you handle that? Like, because, you know, there are some haters out there, trust and believe. Oh, 100%. How do you handle I deal with that every day. Um, I have the, like, I've always had the mentality, like, there's an audience out there for everybody. Like, if you want to make videos about literally anything there's going to be someone out there to watch and with that there's going to be people that just don't like what you put out like you can't please everybody i'm still coming to terms with that right now i really want everybody to like me and i have to remember i can't no not everybody's gonna like me no matter how much i try to force them to like me they're just not going to i think that um i mean if i can give you a little insight on that go for it i think we we all struggle with that (laughs) If everyone liked you, you'd be exhausted. And you're probably already exhausted from everything you do. <laughs> you know, like, that's the way I kind of mm-hmm. help myself out. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, my intentions are really great at what it is that I'm doing. But if everyone liked me, like, I don't want to be Michael Jackson. Sorry. Like, that, <laughs> it would be just too crazy, you know. It would like, be a little scary. Kind of, <laughs> right. Or, you know, I remember videos of him or Justin Bieber or Beyonce or you know Lady Gaga when they get out of a car they can't even walk into a building Mm -hmm. not to say that that wouldn't be kind of fun to have people in the audience but it's just like it's it helped me understand like well if everyone liked you you'd be really exhausted and I think that what you have is such a I mean obviously a lot of people vibe with you but it is really kind of like a niche market it's like people who get down with that that style mm-hmm. um what are three other things or what are the things you think that are most unique about you three things most unique about me okay i can be like super basic with this like oh, i'm really tall for a girl like i'm six two so that's one thing i stand out um, well i freaked out about that because for the longest time when you when you actually put a post up about mm-hmm. that i was like <laughs> i'm like what because you're i think 
I think you have a girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. I do. So, I, yeah, so I think you put up one post, like, after I saw that where I could see the height difference. But before that, it was just you and the <laughs> camera. And then I would, like, watch it again, and I'm like, oh, she is almost as tall She's as that She's pretty tall, door. yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's one. Um, I think the way that I present myself, like, not just the fact that, like, I'm gay, but, like, I'm gay and I don't dress, like, some girly girl i guess i just wear t-shirts i dress comfortable i'm not even sure that's unique i'm just trying to think of anything at this point Um, well i think you i think it's unique because you the thing that's i think that if you wanted to go further the unique thing is like you actually don't try to fit into what people want you to be Mm -hmm. you know you're like me i don't want to i don't want to have any sort of like i don't want to fit into a niche i don't really have like an aesthetic that people also have i guess i just kind of i want to be me I just want to be an individual. I want to. I want to stand out just a little bit. Like I've always wanted to be famous. So, the idea of like people chasing me—that'd be kind of cool. But like, you're right. I probably would get exhausted. Wait, tell me about that though. Like what I what I mean by that is, um, I don't know. I think in the sixth grade we had like an English assignment to write an autobiography, and I was rereading it. I actually made like a couple of TikTok videos like early, early on about this, and in it. It says, like, I want to be happy, rich, and famous. Like, that's, that's what I want to be. So, like, from then, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I've, I've always just wanted to be, like, a famous person. <laughs> I love that. We're not In my high school yearbook, mm-hmm. it was, um, you know, you kind of have your picture, and you have all the, like, write-up or whatever, and at the very last thing, it said goals, and it was, like, it said to be famous. And I look at it now, and I'm, like, so embarrassed by it. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like... That's so shallow. I feel you know? that. I was voted most likely to be famous in high school. <laughs> so I was, voted most, I was voted most popular. See, we are definitely... But here's the thing that's like really weird about that. Because people can kind of look down upon that. I wasn't like the popular kid that teased people. I was a popular kid that took up for people. Like I was like... I was voted most school-spirited and all this stuff. But I think what I was trying to say... You know, when I wrote that goal to be mm-hmm. famous, is I just knew I was always different. I knew that even in my fearful times that, like you, I would just be, like, fearless. I'm like, I don't have time to, I don't want to fit into a mold. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was going to be different. And at the time, I was, I think I was 17. I had a, had a couple, you know, same-sex experiences, which, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's what high schoolers do. Yeah. But, um, and I knew just from from hiding behind that, I knew that. I'm like, well, if I get through this, I'm just going to be wild as fuck. You know, <laughs> and just go after it. So, um, I don't know. I just think that's just, like, really cool. So, what... I know this is another tough question. So, what do you think you're famous for, though? That's fun. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people would say Google. I'm just famous because of Google. Um, <laughs> I think Google. it's a little bit more than that, though. Like, because there's a lot of people out there that just talk about facts and they do fact videos but i feel like i've gotten to the point where i can pretty much post whatever even if it's not a fact video and people are still gonna watch it and still gonna do well what do you think i'm famous for i think your presence is famous to be quite honest with you um obviously i said like i would listen to you talk Mm -hmm. but i think your presence is famous like you have a demanding presence and i feel like you should test out This is a video I think you should test out. If it flops, you could totally get mad at me and delete it. (laughs) Okay. I I think you should slide in front of the camera and not say anything. 
And just see how it goes. And just see how it goes. And then slide again. And then maybe the copy is like, what do you think I'm trying to say? Because I think your presence is just like really that powerful. If it flops, like you could totally blame me. But <laughs> Honestly, I might try that out just because I'm interested in seeing what it does. TikTok is so weird. It might blow up. It might not. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about TikTok. I wanted you guys to know uh, Bella from who she is as a human beyond the app. But when we come back, we're diving into ticking and talking because <laughs> I need some tips. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, we're back with Bella, a.k.a. Only Jayus on social media, uh, specifically TikTok. All right, I know you get a lot of questions about TikTok. That's why I wanted to wait till <laughs> later in this interview because while TikTok is great and it's what made you famous, I just really wanted people to kind of get to know who the amazing person is that slides in and out of the camera and in front of the mirror. But um, if you, and I'm sure you've answered this question before, but what are three tips you can give people when they're doing anything social media? Um, be consistent. But also have quality videos because you can be consistent and have the word like low lighting, bad audio. I don't know how to describe it, but there's a there's a like a certain quality to videos that you need to have along with consistency and originality. You can't you can't you're not going to get super famous. You're not going to get really big on uh, any social media platform if you're just copying what all the big people are doing. You got to make it your own. Do you do you know on average how long your videos are? Uh, I know they're more than 15 seconds. That's why I have a big problem with reels. But um, they're around the 30 <laughs> second to f- 30 to 40 seconds usually. Sometimes they go to the full minute, but I try to keep them a little bit shorter than that. I think that when it comes to social media, a lot of people see the final product, but they don't know what goes into the product. So for that 30 to 45 seconds, number one, how much do you research what it is? And I know Google's your best friend, mm-hmm. but then. How many takes does it have? And then how, how often, how long do you sit there and you say, is this quality? Because this, 
this 30 to 40 seconds is actually how much work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so time. with research, um, one, it kind of depends on the topic, but I would usually research for any sort of video, maybe about an hour, two hours, just for the like, three or four facts, usually three facts. Um, it takes a while, just like one, to come up with an idea, two, to find research, uh, then the fact check it, and then put it into my own words into a script. And then when it comes to takes, it kind of just depends how much energy I have that day. If I'm able to memorize the whole script in one take or if I constantly have to keep repeating and rereading it and then saying it in the camera. It takes a while. It, it takes me about... That's why I only post once a day. I can't do more than one video a day or else I get stressed out. Well, I think that's, I think that that's the other thing that's really important because people see... If you really take care of your social media and you really care about your audience and you're really kind of focused on what it is that they want and you want to deliver good content, I think it's good for people to hear that it takes you about two hours to really search it. So you're Mm -hmm. not just throwing something out there just because, you know, you're really trying to push. What advice would you give to people who are growing their business and they're trying to use social media? One, I would say get on TikTok if you already haven't. I've seen so many people like be like, nah, not TikTok. I'm like, you're missing a huge opportunity already by just crossing that out. Um, I don't want to say like relate to the kids, but you got to know what the youth is into. You got to keep up with the memes and the jokes, but don't ruin it. Don't ruin the jokes and the memes. <laughs> I think you're right, especially when it comes... Well, you're right in both, but when it comes to the kids. So for me, I actually do... I mean, I like I follow some people who do who have done this, but I don't like when people are like, I'm over 30 and whatever, and Mm -hmm. I'm 40 plus. I'm like, I'm 42 years old and I can rock with the 15 year olds. Trust and believe, you know, I don't I don't think if you're trying to grow your business, that is, I don't think you should put yourself in a box, you know, as two gay people. We definitely don't like being trapped inside of a box. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're trying to grow your business again, people are going to flock to you because of what you do what you provide and the content you deliver. And so I definitely don't, I definitely like what you said about really relating to people. And, Mm -hmm. and also, I mean, they have the explore page, which gives you hashtags and all this stuff. So don't be afraid to do that. Yeah. With that, with the business stuff, like you just want to make your brand seem relatable, make it seem like there's actually people behind whatever your business is rather than just like a business type of thing. If that makes sense. Yeah, I totally agree. So how has your YouTube channel picked up since your TikTok following has grown? If I posted on it regularly, it probably would be doing so much better right now. But uh, it's doing good. I have a silver play button already. I'm working my way up to a uh, gold one. But the thing is, it's about consistency. Like TikTok videos and YouTube videos, just the platforms are so different. It takes me like two hours to make a TikTok video. Uh, it, it'll take me a good, it takes me about a week to make a YouTube video. It takes forever. So yeah, you got to actually put in the work for that. YouTube content definitely takes a while. I mean, I put my podcast on YouTube, Mm -hmm. my workouts on YouTube, but when I do, if I do like a little series about my family or something like that, you know, the YouTube it's, it's longer and it, it costs more if you have someone edit it. Mm -hmm. So see, um, I edit all my stuff. The thing is, is I haven't really figured out what I want to do with my YouTube channel yet. Like, I started out wanting to do, like, like kind of educational stuff similar to my TikTok, but it was more me, like, deep diving into, like, the meaning of life. Is time travel real? What is love? Like, really, like, deep topics. And it takes forever to make those videos. It takes eight hours to edit an eight-minute video. It's ridiculous. And then so I started to try to do more, like, vlog-style stuff. Like, oh, house tour. Oh, like, like actually put my face in the camera. 
I just run out of ideas so quickly, honestly. <laughs> it's harder. And it's it is ve- it's definitely harder. And I think that when you try to produce long content, especially if you're editing it yourself, mm-hmm. it can be very, very draining, you know. Because even if, uh, if, let's say I do something with my family and I want to film it, I keep I forget to pick up the camera, you know, even though I have someone else editing it, mm-hmm. and it definitely takes a while. I just think it's important to talk about that because you have something like TikTok where the videos are max one minute, and then you have another another video platform, which is YouTube, which I, I don't even know the max on YouTube. I don't think there's a max on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> you can so, do hours and hours of content there. Yeah, so I think it's good for people to know that they're definitely two different entities. Mm-hmm. Where do you... Uh, do you tell people your age? I'm 21. 21. I, I've, I think I've heard you say that, but I don't like making age an issue. But I think in your case, I think it's. I think that a lot of people, regardless of their age, being in high school or starting a business in their 40s or 50s, should follow you and they can learn a lot from you because the fact that you put out really good quality content, you're consistent with it, and you know how you've shared you actually do research. I think that's. it's just like a really really great thing so i agree follow I, me T- listen to this yeah <laughs> i will trust me don't worry i'll 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 make sure where do you see yourself in five years i know this is a general question that you mm-hmm. pop that people ask all the time but i think for you it'll be really interesting to follow you and see where it is that you do end up i tell all my friends i want to get to david dobrik level i want to be the next david dobrik that's the main goal you know he's living his best life um but I move. I recently moved to LA. Once this whole pandemic stuff is over, I kind of want to dip my toe into like mainstream media type of thing, like stand up, voice acting, maybe TV acting. I'm not sure, but I'm here. I want to kind of try out, see what I like. So maybe something goes well there. But in terms of like social media stuff, I want to grow my YouTube. I want to grow on Twitch. I want to do this full time for as long as I possibly can because I just enjoy it that much. And I hate school. I hate school so much. I don't want to go back. <laughs> Has without, I mean, I don't want to get too much in your business, but you do have a growing business on social media. Would you say, like, business-wise in terms of finances, has that has it really grown? Or hundred yes. percent. Like, like if a year ago me working at Best Buy would have known what I'm making today, I wouldn't believe it. Like, if I came back to into the past and said, like, hey, you're going to blow up, you're going to be making this much money, I'd be like, you're a liar, you're a fucking liar, get out of here, like, that's crazy. <laughs> like, it's it's gotten to the point where I can't even believe how well I'm doing. I love it. I love it. That's going to be, oh my gosh. So, my final question, which is, which is pretty much the hardest question for a lot of people, um, why do you trust and believe in yourself? Oh man, really deep stuff here. (laughs) I'm the only one that is experiencing what I'm going through. I can't really put my faith into anybody else. I can't depend on anybody else to make my future work out. I just have to, I have to trust and believe in myself just because there's no, there's nobody else that I can put that uh, responsibility on. That answer, you know, is, is, is... I'm trying to say, it's. you said it was a deep question, but it was also the response was really deep because people do, you know, people like need accountability or even people look at me for motivation. And I try to tell people, like, I'm there as support, like I'm ancillary. But at the end of the day, the more you can trust in you, the more you can, I talk a lot about the soundtrack of your mind, the more you can tell yourself, you know, I can do this, 
the more you can believe and and you kind of just sum that up so that's really amazing i see you are it seems like you're really in love with your girlfriend i love some of the the posts you put up with her you know what's what's uh the relationship like because a lot of people who are like you know who build a big platform and a following on social media you know how does that how does that help the relationship hinder Mm -hmm. the relationship or is it just fine which it's actually kind of funny because i feel like most people that are at my size date other people who are also kind of famous on like social media and stuff but my girlfriend met me because she scrolled on my like i just happened to pop up on her for you page one day and she hit me up on instagram and i just happened to respond and we kept talking um she didn't start posting videos until like super recently so i'm not even sure i i love the relationship we have i'm extremely happy with her we just actually passed our nine month anniversary so getting close to a year but uh, she she supports everything I do, and I love that she enjoys making videos with me. She doesn't make fun of me when I'm in the bathroom, like recording like 50 different times. <laughs> so, I really I really like the dynamic we have. I think I think having spousal support is really good, and, and shout out to her for hitting you up in the DMs. <laughs> but you know, even when I met my husband 10 years ago, even though I had like been on TV or whatever, and I had lived in LA. And I went to all the parties, and I met a lot of hot guys, and I met a lot of people who were, you know, quote-unquote, that status, like they had. And I'm like, well, I don't know if you said this, but I actually didn't want to date someone in the industry, and my husband was, you know, he worked for his family business, Mm -hmm. and he just kind of, he wore very simple clothing, he was, he's nothing like, you know, industry at all. Now, Mm -hmm. I kind of dress him up a little bit, you know. (laughs) give him a little style and personality uh-huh. but um I'm, i think it's really funny like that too i think um it's true that they when they say opposites attract i agree well, is with there that, any, yes. any last words um, for our listeners any last words be yourself believe in yourself follow me on everything <laughs> i have a podcast with netflix that's pretty good if you like this podcast it's completely different you might like it i talk about netflix shows have a youtube channel tiktok instagram all the stuff <laughs> I love Wait, what's your podcast called it's called know it all <laughs> I'm definitely gonna subscribe to that it's on Apple Podcasts. I'm assuming uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify whatever you listen podcast to okay cool <laughs> everybody please go follow only JS right now you will have your mind blown pretty much each and every day some days you won't even know that you needed to know that and after you know it you're gonna be like wow it's so cool <laughs> to know that and Bella, it's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for answering my DM because I hit you up in the DMs and also commenting back to my my comments. You know, it just it's it's really cool because I think you're really awesome. You're really great. And you're making people smile every single day. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me. This was cool.